What's up? What's up? Elevation, the nation. I'm excited. It's good to be here. College students, young adults, we can get real now. The high school stuff is over. We're going to really talk. <laughs> okay. I'm I don't know if I get any more real than I was with them. I might get fired. So we may not do that. But Bay, we're in the new series. We're in the series, Bay, before anyone else. And, I, you know, I, I have to be honest. I was one of those guys like, Bay, I was like, what the heck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, for a long time, I was like, Bay, like, baby? You know, like, baby? And the people were like, no, idiot. You know, students, high school students, like, it's before anyone else, bro. And I was like, oh, like, boo. Like, best option out there. And they were like, that's what that means? I'm like, see, that's how it feels. <laughs> And I'm quicker than you. Anyway, so, but, uh, but anyway, so I, I love talking about dating. I, I have been happily married. My wife and I totally in love. We've been dating for a long time. We, we're still dating. Uh, it's, and so, uh, but our, our dating now is it's sanctified. And so we made a baby. And uh, we're going to show you uh, the baby. <laughs> okay, so Maya Grace, show the picture. There, there, whoa. Feels like that's the moment when the, the picture happens. It's the moment. There's no... No pictures? Well, someone's fired. Okay, well, we're just, uh, I wield great power here. So we're going we're gonna to let a few people go. I need somebody to work on that because there are pictures that are vital and integral to my message later on because it's pictures of me when I was 15 and dating Katerina. So you're going to want to see those. Uh, going to want to see those. But I do have an amazing daughter. I also have a Glock, and it's got 15 bullets per clip. And so... Uh, <laughs> If you saw how cute she was, you'd understand. And I, and I have three clips, and the way I look at it is, but I'm not a good shot, but with 45 bullets, I'm sure I'm going to pierce his liver at some point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> stay away from my daughter. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the, that's going to be there. There's going to be no bay for, uh, for my, my bay. But anyhow, so uh, th- listen, th- we're going to have a lot of fun tonight, but this message, this topic, the world has so much to say about dating about sexual orientation, about marriage, what constitutes marriage, what real marriage is, what all these different topics, when we should, shouldn't have sex, who we can and can't have sex with, all these different things. And guys, the world is blunt and bold and in our face about what it believes and what it thinks is right. And the crazy part is it's actually masquerading right now out in the world as this is okay, this is truth, anything goes, and that's the truth. And it's literally masquerading also is this idea that if you say anything against this idea, if you feel, believe, or think a different way other than anything goes, not only are you probably a prude or a weirdo or whatever or some Christian, but you're actually being framed right now in our country as you could actually be considered a bigot. You could be considered prejudiced because you believe a certain way, a, a certain way about relationships. And so the way I look at this is we have to understand what the Word of God says about dating. You'll hear a lot of people say, the Bible doesn't say anything about dating. And what I love about tonight is I'm literally going to throw that out and say the Bible actually says a ton about dating. This is just something that God's been revealing to me lately because I was one of those pastors. Well, the, well, Jesus never talked about dating. The Bible never talks about dating. God was like, absolutely I did. And so we're going to talk a little bit about this. But first, got to set some context here. This, let's, let's think through the, the lens of dating and relationships. Matthew 7, 13 through 14. The gate that leads to destruction is broad and the road wide. So many people enter through it. Let's take a time out here and, look, and talk about this for a second. Is that not exactly describing? Can we throw that verse up? Let's not, that's, is that not exactly describing our world? That's exactly describing what we're going through, what we're doing right now relationships that are 
leading, being led down this broad, wide world that's saying, hey, do whatever you feel. It's all okay. Do anything you want. And God's saying, no, 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 wait a second, guys. The gate that leads to life is narrow and the road difficult. So few people find it. So Elevation, young adults, college-age students, what I'm here to do tonight is help you understand two extremely important things. Number one, God has something to say about dating. And number two, you have a role to play in helping the world understand what a godly relationship is supposed to be. Because here's what the world, here's what Christians love to do. Don't we love to tweet how we feel about things, just issues, and oh my gosh, Twitter, oh. Like, it's so good, I'm such a Christian. Oh, check this out, my Bible's open, coffee. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, wow, holy smokes, they love Jesus, you know, or whatever. You know, like, and listen, I'm not coming down on people. That's great. Hey, drink a cup of Joe and (laughs) tweet your, you know, Leviticus or whatever. Like, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, man, they need to see people living what they're tweeting. The world is, is a craving, people living what they're saying, living out what they feel God compelling them to do. And here's how, here's how Matthew put it. He said, here's another way to put it. I love one. Thank you, Matthew. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. He said, you're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. Man, we're going to go public with this. As public as a city on a hill, if I make you light bearers, You don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I put you on a hilltop, on a light stand, man, you got to shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to be open with God. Now, guys, this is huge. (laughs) My goodness. By being open to others, you're going to prompt people to be open with God. See, we want to read this verse and say, no, 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 God, you didn't mean a light on a hill. You meant a a speaker on a hill. We're supposed to be this loud, blaring voice that says, this is what you do. This is how you date. This is what you're supposed to be. And God's saying, no, 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 I don't care what you say. I care what you do. The world doesn't care what you say. They've heard it so many times. And I'm, 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 a, I'm a preacher. I have to talk sometimes, you know. So it's very difficult to, to understand that I am helpless This church is helpless to change the way that dating and marriage is viewed in our world without you, without you living it, without you going, gosh, man, this is what God has to say about dating. So why am I saying this? Why am I bringing all this up before we get into the nuts and bolts of this message? It's because if you think that we're just here to home-de-dum, have a good time and talk about dating, like, yeah, that's cool. We're going to have some good advice. It's going to be great. But really what I'm here to do is raise up a generation of people that change the world. That's what I want to do. And I know some of you are like, oh, just came to Elevation for the first time. This guy's a psycho. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but listen, I cannot do mediocre. I'm just, I'm so sick of it. I don't, want, I don't want that to be the world I live in. Like, man, I played it safe. Oh, boy. Yeah, life's good. We, we, we stayed inside of our four corners and did what's right. No, man, let's take some risk with the world. Let's see what we can do by living the right way, by being bold about it, by not saying it, but living it. I'm telling you, students, I'm telling you, young adults, 
This world is hungry for it, and great things can happen if we live this way. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Everything that we're going to be studying from is from the book of James. And just a real quick, it's James chapter 1. So you can turn there in your Bibles. You can digitally flip there with me, whatever, whatever you do. Uh, but, but I want to pray tonight about this message. Like I said, we're going to have a blast. But listen, I need everybody to understand this is very important. No matter what mistakes you have or haven't made in your relationships, God is saying, I got the plan for you. And it's a great plan. And it can help you have a healthy, alive relationship with your church, with him, with your, with your friends, with your dating relationship, your future spouse. He's saying, I got you. It's not a broad plan that's wide. It's a narrow plan. It's going to take focus. But I got you. But I want you guys to be aware. It doesn't tonight right here. Nothing what happened before matters. It only happens where we go from here. So let's pray. God, I love you so much. I thank you for tonight. I thank you for this, this series that we're in. Lord, I pray that if anyone is in here that's struggling with mistakes they've made or condemnation or shame or anything like that, in Jesus' name, I pray that's broken right here so we can talk about the future. If anyone here is struggling in any distraction, God, help us focus in on this because I believe this is huge, this is important, we've got to get it. I also finally pray that no one would judge me by these pictures they're going to see later. That's very important, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. That's just, you got to sneak a, sneak a selfish prayer sometimes. Okay. Can someone like wave at me? Do we have the pictures prepared? Are we good? Okay, thank you. That's, you know, whew, I was sweating. Okay, uh, James 1, 16 through 17. My dear brothers and sisters, who's that? That's me and you. Don't be fooled about this. Don't get off track. Every good thing comes from God. Every perfect gift is from him. These good gifts come down from the Father who made all the lights in the sky but God never changes like the shadows from those lights. He is always the same. So if every, if every good thing comes from God, I'm going to tell you right now, unless you're jaded, like Bay just broke your heart, you know, <laughs> like he just dumped me. It's, I hate dating. You know, if, if that's, all, you may not like dating, but dating's fun. Dating's great. The pursuit, the, the butterflies, you know what I mean? You're just like the first date and then like, like <laughs> somebody like you reach for the hand and then it's so nervous. You're like, my hand's sweating. I don't know what to do with it. I've seen people in worship. I'm high school ministry, baby. I know. I see the moves. I know what's happening. You know, like they're trying to, they're trying to be like, man, I love God so much. It's worship. You know what I mean? Well, some girl, I'm like, dude, lightning. You know what I mean? Like, there, there is an Old Testament. You know, like you need to check it out. Anyway, I'm just kidding. That probably won't happen. But anyway, uh, but like, Dating's fun. We have all these feelings and emotions, and it's a blast. I remember when I first met Katarina, and I was like, you were German, and you are hot, and it was so cool. You know, I was, I was young, and it was cool, but I've got a picture to remember that time by. Let's, let's look. It's the, there we are. You see, that's us. That's us. Yeah, that's us. You know, that's it. Now, let me, just, let me show you what's happening in this picture. Uh, you see how I'm leaning in? That's that, it, the offense, defense. <laughs> Offense, defense. Defense needs to win. Okay, uh, there's another one with waterfalls or something behind me. Let's go to that one. This is a real winner uh, picture. Do you, I'm, I'm really going to hurt somebody. There's going to be a swift kick that's going to happen after this. Waterfall picture. Oh, that's not the right one. But this is my rocker days. Uh, there was an order this was supposed to go in, and I'm going to kill someone. There it is. There we go. Thank you. Okay, so this was one of our first dates. Notice the khakis, uh, the... the the braided belt, the braces, 
Yeah, you can tell. I mean, <laughs> this guy's got it together. <laughs> if you're a dork at a Baptist school that makes you wear uniforms, then you have it together. That's like, that's my thing. Like, I, I went to this school and I thought, I could have took my khakis. In. Okay, so anyway, so that's that. Let's go back to the rocker picture. We can go there. We can go there now. It's okay. So we're going to go there. Then we're going to go, we're going to, for the love of God. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm serious. Afterwards, we're going to get the production guy up here. I'm going to, okay, uh, just kidding. I love you. Please forgive me. This, this is when I tried to end up being cool. So I was like, babe, I've worked for you. My teeth are straight. <laughs> All in this, you can see her looking at me and going, you did, you worked for me. You did it. And then, and this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, I love Bono, but I can't sing like him, but I can sing like Creed. So and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Because I'm on a journey with you. That's what that was. And then I kind of got chunky. Do we have one more picture? There should be one more picture. I started working for a music store. I was, I was working for a music store. They may show it. They may not. No, that's, that, okay. That, yeah, that's, that was, got to about a deuce 25. A lot of, a lot of uh, Sonic um, and fast food Chinese food while I, I worked at a music store. And she stuck with me through the, the bouncer hair days. And uh, okay, moving on. Uh, give my wife a hand. She's a great woman. <laughs> she stuck with me. Okay. But listen, um, I'm showing you those pictures, <laughs> obviously, to be ridiculous. But man, like, we have, we have a blast. We, my wife and I, we have fun together. We adventure together. I'm still dating her because I, I love her. I love being around her. Dating is incredible when it's done God's way. When it's, done, when it's done God's way, there's, there's excitement, there's joy, there's safety, there, there's honor, there's integrity, there's all these things. And so tonight, if you're titling your message something, you, you can title it, Am I Ready for Bay? <laughs> okay? Am I Ready for Bay? And that question can be answered by, by a couple different statements. If you can answer, if you can say these statements that I'm about to bring up one at a time, then, then you're probably ready to date and date in the right way. If not, listen, it's, this is the beauty of the journey that, that we're on with God. Why rush? Why, why push and go for something that you're not ready to do? And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Point number one, I pursue personal health before pursuing Bay. Now, am I talking about hitting the elliptical here? No, okay? I'm not, we're not talking about personal health in that regard. I'm talking about your spiritual and emotional well-being. I pursue that before I'm pursuing a girl or a guy, okay? James 1, 22 through 24. Again, all we're doing is God said every good thing comes from me. Then he said a few other things. So let's focus on them. Do what God's teaching says. Don't d just listen and do nothing. When you only sit and listen, you're fooling yourselves. Hearing God's teaching and doing nothing is like looking at your face in the mirror. I love the Bible. Check this out. And doing nothing about what you saw, you go away immediately and forget how bad you looked. <laughs> I feel like Will Ferrell said that. Like, it's not, like, that's not even, that's like, it's a, it's like, you just walk away. You don't even do anything about it. You idiot. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's incredible. Okay, so why am I, why is this important? that we understand what we are looking at. What, who are we spiritually? Who are we emotionally? Why? Write this down. Unhealthy people create unhealthy relationships. Unhealthy people 
create unhealthy relationships. I would venture to say that over 75% of the relationships I'm around have this problem. People are like, man, I just don't understand. It's so difficult. My relationship's so hard. There's so much drama. There's so much negativity. I don't know what to do. I'm like, hey, you know what? Your relationship isn't the problem. They're like, oh, thank God. What is the problem? I'm like you. <laughs> like, oh, man, Chris. Oh, it's like the book of James. <laughs> it's time for us to understand that a relationship, it's not the relationship. It's the people in the relationship. Guys, we got to pursue, we've got to pursue a healthy understanding of who we are spiritually, who we are emotionally, if we're ever going to hope to have a healthy dating relationship. Jeremiah 29, 13, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Newsflash, we seek after Bay a lot harder than we seek after God. <laughs> when we're, when we're doing, going about our regular business, when we're walking throughout, you know, school, wherever we're at, our workplace, if we're single, man, we are on high alert. Bay, Bay, you know, we're just, we're like, Bang, bang, boo, boo. You know, it's, it, there's all this stuff happening. Somebody walks by, you're like, maybe, uh, maybe they could be my wife. No, yes, maybe, maybe. Oh, she's too pretty, probably can't get her, you know, or whatever. Like there's, we're constantly thinking about this and God, meanwhile, is saying, hey, 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 constantly pursue me and get ready. Constantly come after me. Seek me with all your heart and I'm telling you, you're gonna find me. You're gonna look into that mirror that is my law, my love, my word, and I'm going to show you the adjustments, the course corrections you need to make to make you dateable. <laughs> and I'm talk talking about just dateable. I'm talking about winning, like where people are like, hello, yes, please. Where do I order? You know, or whatever. That's what God wants to do. <laughs> that was funny. Sometimes it happens. You just ad lib something and it works. Okay, but listen, this is, this is so important for us to understand. We've got to be healthy. I remember one time my wife and I went to Cancun. And it was fun. And so anyway, we were there, and we were in this hot tub. Don't worry, this is PG. It's not going to go anywhere. Uh, but so we're, we're in the hot tub, and Kat was like, well, I'm going to get out and go take a shower and go to dinner. I'm like, why you got to take a shower in a hot tub? It's like chlorine and stuff. We're fine. Or she was like, no, this isn't. This. Anyway, so I was like, I don't, I don't, that's fine, whatever. And she goes, well, I'm taking a shower. So she goes, I get ready. I'm like, everything's fine. So I get back from Cancun, and all of a sudden, there's like this. I'm itching a little bit, a little itchy, you know? And so I'm like, man, this is weird. My ears itch. What's the deal with that? Like, your ears don't normally itch. And I'm just like, ooh. And so I, and then all of a sudden, my left eye swelled shut, okay? It just, and I'm like, okay, what is going on? And like, there was like this rash all over me. And I'm like, okay, going to the doctor. So I go to the doctor, and he's like, oh, yeah, you got a fungal infection, and it's bearding all over your entire body. And I'm like, hey, thank you. Do you have a pistol with one bullet? It's all I need. <laughs> you know, it's just... My life is now over. I have a bearding fungal infection over my entire body. You, there's no recovering from that, right, doctor? And he's like, no, it's just a pill. You're fine. You know, like, oh, I get dramatic sometimes. But anyway, so, so okay, so I went to the doctor. You know what I didn't do? This is what I didn't do. I didn't go into the mirror and be like, man, my ears are on fire with an itchy fungus. <laughs> and my left eye is swelling shut. And, oh, there's a, there's a weird thing growing on my arm. I'm going to go to real life and hug students. What's up? You know, like, hey, baby, I love you. Let's go on a date. You know, like that's, I ran to a doctor. I'm like, call him, like, is there a special place I need to go? Because everything was going, it was nasty. I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. But what happens spiritually, we wake up in the morning, we look into the mirror, and can I tell you, I'm, this is not condemnation. This is just truth. We look into the mirror, and there's way more going on than a topical fungal infection spiritually and emotionally but we just throw our skinny jeans on and what's up, girl? I mean, we just get out the door and go to looking for Bay instead of looking in that mirror and going, God, what do I need to change? Father, help me. 
Lord, heal me. You're the doctor. You're the only healing agent. You're the only way that holiness can happen in this life. You're the only way that freedom can come. You're the only way that shame can be defeated. There's no one else there that can can come into my heart and replace what you can replace and what you can fill. So God, help me. And guys, I'm telling you, this is the best relationship advice. I'm, I'm telling you, because it's not me. This is why I can brag on it so much. This is why I love that we figured this out, that God showed us this as a team. This isn't us going, oh, this is what we learned. This is the word of God. It says, look into the mirror, and I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to help you change and get you ready. Remember, unhealthy people will always form unhealthy relationships. So get healthy. Get spiritually right and see what God can create. Number two, I refuse drama and games. I commit to peace. Remember, we're talking about... Am I ready for Bay? I'm ready for Bay if I'm pursuing personal health over pursuing a girl or a guy. Am I ready for, for Bay? Am I ready to date? I, I'm ready to date if I refuse drama and games and I commit to peace. I tried to do a show of hands at real life and I was shocked about, about this, but how many people would say that there's a lot of drama and manipulation sometimes in dating? Is there, is there, is there no? It's a lot fewer than I thought. I like that. I mean, I'm excited. In, in Conway real life, like literally only, only 10 people raise their hands and I'm like, Glory. It's like healing happened or something. Like God did a, a move of God. I'm excited about this. But, but there are drama. There's sometimes we play these games. We get in these things. But listen to this. James 1, 19 through 20. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen. Let's be humble. Let's listen to people. Let's not be quick to fight and to argue. Slow to speak, guarding our words. We're going to talk about that. Slow to get angry, frustrated. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So listen, here's a, here's a few things to, to jot down about this. Committing to peace requires us to be very careful with who we're committing to. Committing to the concept of being a peace bringer, of being peace, of being love, of being joy in your life, the fruit of the Spirit. Committing to that requires you to be extremely careful who you commit yourself to. For instance, I was thinking about this. I was like, if, if I'm like a red-blooded American, like just, I love America, America's the best, or whatever, I'm probably not going to go like bro up with an ISIS dude. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'll be like man, let's just go hang out in Starbucks, bro. And he's like, oh, like he's just like taking me out or whatever. Like, and I'm like, wow, why, why is all the angst? And he's just like, oh, or whatever he's saying. Like, I'm not going to go there. I'm not, we're not going to be buddies. Like, listen, you do you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But we, in relationships, constantly, we sit there and we're like, I love God so much. I'm so on fire for God. I'm so into him. I'm so into what he's all about. But then we go, but man, that person, man, they look good. So I'm going to date them even though they're near psycho. You know, it doesn't. And we get into these relationships and we commit to people that are so full of frustration. Ladies, you're like, man, but he's just so sweet. I know he gets angry and he's broken every bone in his hand like so many times punching walls. And then he headbutted something. His head just split wide open. <laughs> he was at Conway Regional. I was there. I was being the Holy Spirit for him, like just loving him and comforting. That's what the word says. No, the word does not say to do that. <laughs> but we do. <laughs> you're this just awesome, peace-loving girl that's like, that loves the Lord and that wants to do this, but you're distracted by this guy. Listen, you're not going to heal that dude. <laughs> You're not going to help him stop punching walls and headbutting things. You know what he needs? Jesus, okay? That's Spanish for Jesus, okay? That's what, it, that's what he needs. And so, 
it's time for, uh, for ladies in the house to understand, like, just let him go. He'll, be, he'll find his way. He needs that. Now, guys, I'm not going to leave you off the hook. <laughs> we know that the girls got some drama. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, when girls, like, <laughs> they convulse when they cry. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I dated this girl one time. We went to the mall. This is for real. This is good. And so with real life, we went to, we went to this CD shop, and I had to tell those, the, the real lifers, in the 90s, there were these circular discs, and they played music, you know, and they were like, oh, CDs. Anyway, so we went, we went there, and she was, you know, browsing and looking, and I was doing the same thing, and all of a sudden, I see her, and she's like crying, and I go up to her, I'm like, what? Now, I'm, a, I'm a guy, like, guys, we don't know what we're doing, you know, we just go up, and I'm like, well, I'm, you, you, your emotions. <laughs> she goes, I'm like, what is, why the salty discharge from your eyes? You know, or whatever. I'm like, trying to figure this out. And she goes, it's a Nirvana CD. <laughs> so? Like, what? Kurt Cobain, he killed himself. It's so emotional. Like, she's crying about Kurt Cobain because he killed himself. And she's like, you just have to buy me a CD. No. You know, I just, I'm like, no. She's like, wait, wait, wait. She keeps crying. And I'm otherwise known as manipulation. Anyway, so she's crying. I'm like, listen, uh, I just don't have enough money. And you're kind of weirding me out. And so she runs out of the CD store. Just, she like, run, runs out. And so I like this, the, the, the bro working there, he's like, oh, women. I'm like, I'm in eighth grade. You know, whatever. You know, so I don't know. And so I leave. I leave. And I'm like trying to, like my, the parents dropped us off at the mall. You know what I mean? Like, remember, I got married when I was like 14. So anyway, I was 19. But anyway, so, so I'm like, I find her and she's sitting on this bench. And I remember there was a Sabaro nearby because that's where I wanted to be with some dudes eating pizza. Anyway, so there she is. And she's just like, and I, I'm like, uh, is this where I like pet your head and <laughs> comfort you? <laughs> she's like. It's not even just a CD. <laughs> Use your words, babe. You know, I'm like trying to. It's, it's a, you don't, you don't call me little princess. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're upset with me because I don't call you little princess? She gone. It's over. It's over. Guys, what are you doing? Like, why are we out there dating these women? You know, just like. Get a hold of yourself. And I'm serious. Listen, if you're all about peace and joy and love and we're living this life, why are we tying ourselves to these relationships that are so full of drama and so full of manipulation and so full of game playing? I'll tell you why. Because Boo was a hottie. I mean, she looked good. And so you thought, okay, you know what I mean? No, not okay. Honey trap. Don't do it. It's not good. Stay away. Stay away. Those of you in here, I'm not, again... If you're struggling with any of this stuff, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Here's what you got to do. I'm telling you, commit to peace. Get away from that junk, that, the games, the manipulation, the, the drama. It's okay. Just change. That's, that's, cool. that's cool about Jesus. He comes and he says, guess what? I took it all for you. I paid the price on the cross for you to take a 180 in life like that. So here's what we do. Write this down. Co committing to peace requires self-control. Self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. That means get around God and you get some of that. <laughs> it's incredible. 
we get around God, we, we start being more self-controlled. And so here's a, few, here's a few helpful hints for you guys. Watch how the potential bay interacts with friends and family. Are they kind? Are they patient? Are they loving? Are they easily frustrated? Are they constantly manipulating? If the potential bay is acting the, the, the latter part of that, why birth? <laughs> Say no. Just don't do it. And in so doing, you're going to help that person change and grow. If you're in that scenario now, man, lean on the Lord. Get around him, and he can help you with this. It's good. Number three, I guard the words I speak, text, and tweet. Am, am I ready for bay? You're ready for bay if you guard the words that you speak, text, and tweet. All the words that you speak. And listen, I put tweet in there. I asked Amir, I was like, do college, do I need to say that with college and young adults? And he's like, I think, yeah, I'll just I'll leave it. <laughs> so we were like, okay, cool. With students, this is like the loophole of all time. They're like, man, I'm just so, I guard my words. And it's like 10 p.m. and they're frustrated. And they got no one around. They're like, everyone sucks, you know? And it's just like Twitter. Like, I'm just like, whoa, bro. Or like, like, like you get on, oh, no one loves me. I'm just what about me? Like I, you know, I always want to do this. Or the, 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 the amazing one, like, why are you so angry? Dot, 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 tweet. And I, I'm, I've done this before. I tweet back. I'm like, I'm not angry, bro. How you doing? You know, like just totally messing with people. And then they unfollow me and it's sad. Okay. Um, I'm going to guard the words I speak. I text, I tweet. Why? James 1:26. Again, I don't have to be, I can be as bold as I want to. This is the word. You might think you're very religious, but if your tongue is out of control in what you speak, you're fooling yourself. Your careless talk, oh my gosh, makes your offerings to God worthless. James, low blow, bro. You know what I mean? Like, are you telling me right now, Jamesy, that if I... <laughs> are you telling me that if, I, if I'm out there saying stuff, then I come into, into church and I raise my hands in worship and sing my little heart out, that that offering to God isn't worth it? Holy, the word of God is saying, yes. The word of God is saying, hey, people, if your actions on the outside and your actions on the inside don't match up. If your actions while you're walking around at UCA or walking around at your job and your actions while you're walking around at New Life Church don't match up, he's literally saying to you, you've not, you're not even a light on a hill anymore. You're a distracting light in another direction. And that's why he's so pushy on this. He's saying, come on. We've got, we can't say one thing and do another. We can't do one thing and say another. We have to be men and women of integrity that our actions and our words line up, so guard them, be careful with them. And now let's bring it into dating. Here are two extremely important places to be careful with your words. I love this, I love this. Be slow to speak, especially when you first start dating. I don't care if you are a junior high student, senior high student, college, or you're 45 years old. When you first start dating, the butterflies. I mean, you're just excited. You know what I mean? Like everything's fun. Everything's great. I literally have students come up to me like, Chris, 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 I'm in love, dude. I'm like, that's cool. What's her name? I don't know. But I saw her, you know, and they get, and I'm like, wow, that's not love <laughs> or whatever. But, but it's emotion and that's okay. That's a great thing when guarded. When guarded, it's a great thing. 
It's a bad thing when we just say everything we feel. Why? Because, listen, elevation. When we don't guard our words, we don't guard our heart. When we don't guard our words, we don't guard our hearts. And even more of an impactful statement is when you don't guard your words, you don't guard that other person's heart. And that's when things get crazy is when we start hurting people and creating scar tissue in that heart that is going to be a work to overcome. My goodness, we've got to guard the hearts of the people around us. And I've been there. Listen, I I met Katerina, like I said, when we were in high school, and I took her on our second date, Big Spender. We went to a basketball game, high school, hello. Anyway, so I took her out of the basketball game. I grabbed her little German hand, and I said, come out here, I got to talk to you. And so I get her out, and we're sitting at this table, and I was looking her eyes, and this is exactly what happened. Deep breath. Katerina, listen, here's the deal. I love you. I know we've only been on two dates. I know you live in Germany, but I'm in love with you. And here's the bottom line. I don't care how long you go over there to that German country where they ak, 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 speak funny. I'm going to wait for you forever. As long as it takes, I want you to be my wife. I'm going to wait for you. We're going to get married. Boom. How do you feel about it? Thank you very much. <laughs> she just said, thank you, dude. She just looked at me dead in the eyes and said, thank you. So, so go back into the game. You know, like that's all she said. And I was like, well... Doctor, do you have a gun with one bullet? <laughs> yeah, that's all I need. Or whatever. Like, this is, it was horrible. Now, listen, she came around, obviously, got the braces off, everything worked out. Uh, but, so, but listen, do you guys understand the percentage? The percentage chances of the, the, the first or second date, you spilling every feeling you've ever had or you think you have for that person, and that being in the long term, being what is there and what you continue to feel? Just, I'm just saying, just guard your words. Inside, you can be like, it's perfect, I want to sing a Disney song, or whatever, you know? But on the outside, you know what you need to be like? Hey, this is a great date, thanks for going out with me. And then you get in your car, it's perfect, and just like, <laughs> sing your little Disney tune. But when you're with them, no Disney. I just got back from, there's a lot of Disney in my mind right now. Okay, anyway, so we got to be careful, we got to do that. God is strong on that. Here's another time, here's another time to, to guard your words very carefully. Only two times I'm really focusing on. Guard your words in the event of a breakup. In the event of hitting the self-destruct button on any relationship, please follow very careful guidelines. I actually have some rules. These are uh, for free. Uh, these have nothing to do with the message, but I get really frustrated about how people break up. So can we just go through this real quick? Here we go. Rule number one, never break up with someone over the phone, via text, Facebook, or any other digital form of cowardly cop-outs. Thank you for playing. Rule number two, no more pulling the God card. God didn't tell you to break up with him. He's just boring now. Just tell him. Okay, like, listen, I'm going to pause on this one for a second. We got a lot of really strong Christians in this room. I love that God leads you. You got to learn how to be real with the bro or real with the girl and say, listen, this is how I feel. I don't care about you the same way I used to because of this or this or this. And say it. I don't, I don't have the same feelings I have. Please. You know why? I, if I had a, a dollar for every time somebody got angry at God because they got dumped because of him, like, I would just buy a car. You know what I mean? Like, it would be great. Like, you, the guy's coming up to me all the time like, man, God told her to dump me. I'm like, no, man, it's a, you need a Tic Tac. Yeah, that's what's... <laughs> really? That's it? Yeah, it's not God. Your breath. It's... Things are about to get better for you. Actually, here's a whole box of them. <laughs> Just walk around with them. Ooh, winner. Okay, you know? But, but we have this compulsion to not be real 
because we don't want to hurt somebody. In so doing, we hurt them even worse, okay? Rule number three, final rule, no bashing your ex. We got to guard our words. I have a theory behind this. If you are the break-up-er, you, you broke up with the person, you kind of won. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you walked away. Like, I know it's not win or lose here, but come on, man. At the end of the day, like, you walk away, and you're like, yeah, it's over, and I kind of ended it. Like, that other person was like, <laughs> you know, like, and you're just like, have some grace. Like, don't walk away and be like, man, I dumped her because she's a psycho or whatever. I dumped him because he's a loser. You know, just have grace in what you say. That's a brother and a sister or a brother or sister in Christ. So when you're telling people why you broke up, be, be honorable in it. Guard your words. Guard that person's heart. Guard that person's future. If you're the breakup E, here's what's so funny. Ten minutes ago, that guy, he just, his truck was, it's like, it's like a chariot when he picks me up for a date. And then we get in it and his hair, it's like flowing and it's so good. And then like that beard, so cute. Just let the scruffles. Then he breaks up with you, and it's like, oh, my gosh, Sarah, he just dumped me in that nasty truck. Oh, there's bottles everywhere in it. It's so sick. In that beard, it's like, hello, did you get drunk and fall asleep in a ditch for three weeks? Shake, get a job. In that oily hair, oh, I'm so good looking. Ugh. You were in love 10 minutes ago. He's my sun, my moon, my starlit sky. Ten minutes later, I hope he dies in a car crash. <laughs> Guard your words. Our emotions, man, they take us to places we don't need to go. Guard our words. We're ready to date if we can truly do that. Finally, let's check out James 1.25. But there are those who study the perfect law, the law of freedom, and continue to do it. Oh my gosh, this is so good. They listen and then they then forget, but they put it into, they don't forget, but they put it into practice in their lives. Here's the big moment here. They will be blessed in whatever they do. Please leave that scripture up. My gosh, this is, this is why I love God. This is why I love being a pastor. I love being, because I am around this stuff all the time and I have to look at it and think about it and realize like he just said, if I wanna be blessed in everything I do, how is that not about dating? <laughs> if I want that sentence at the end to come to fruition, I better learn to follow the top few sentences. But there are those who study the perfect law, the law of freedom. There is a law of, of freedom that we get confused by, and it's the, the, the broad road that the world says this is freedom when actually it's slavery, when actually it's brokenness ready to beat you down. But there is a law of freedom that leads to life, that leads to hope. Write this down. Point number four, last point. I'm accountable to God and his plan. Elevation, if we can start saying, man, I care more about my personal health and, and, and my emotional health than finding Bay. Okay, we're in a good, we're good start. Man, I care about being a peace bringer, not being dramatic. I don't want to do that. I want to forsake that and find self-control. Okay, we're getting there. If we can say, gosh, God, help me guard my words. All this is good, but this last one, this is the moment. I'm accountable to God and his plan. Guys, learn to study the word. I mean, just get in the word of God. It's awesome. Read about it. It's, it, it. He wants to speak to you. The word of God says it's a lamp to your feet, a light to your path. I mean, how's that not about dating? He wants to lead you. He wants to show you. He wants to, the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you. We got to learn to do this. Here's, 
Here's the other thing. If I, if I ask somebody, hey, let's do a show of hands. Who in here, like, who in here, like, oh, you know the Bible backwards and forwards? No one in here can say that. I, definitely not me. And if you're in here, we're going to be friends because I'm going to get you to hang out with me constantly. But we don't know that. That's why you have to have accountability and community around you. This is the strongest point of this ministry is the community that it provides. My gosh. When I walk in here, I feel encouraged. Just walk around, people are like, oh, Pastor, oh, high five. I'm just like, I love you. I love this place because I feel encouraged. I feel like people have my back. Please, if you don't feel that around here, you tell somebody so we can change it for you? Because we will. We'll bend over backwards to make sure that you feel connected and in community. Listen, you can't have a dating relationship and it's, it's healthy if you're not around accountability. You want to know what happens when you don't have accountability in a relationship? Bad things. Bad things happen. And I'm not just talking about the physical stuff because, my gosh, that's definitely something. The, the road is narrow, people. Not many people find it. You know what you need to get there? You need the Word of God lighting the way because it's hard to find. The, the world's way has got freaking stop signs and lights everywhere shining. Come this way. Stop. Now go this way. And it's advertising like crazy saying, come over here. Do this. Do whatever you want to do. And, and, the, and the other path over here is like, God, will you show me? You need friends around you going, this is the way. This is what we do. You need leaders in front of you saying, come on, let's go. That's how you get a healthy dating relationship. That's how we get it right is if we're accountable to God. The only way to do that is if we're accountable to others too. We got people around us. And so as I'm closing this out, I just want every lady in here just to look up at me just for a second. Listen, I'm going to speak to you so confidently, so boldly. I love it because I've got a daughter now. And so whenever I see young ladies, I'm just like, man, I pray to God, number one, that I can be the husband and the, and the father I need to be to my girls. And it's not easy. And I've got to fight and work and go for it every single day. But I've signed up for that. And I'm saying I'm going to go for it. So let me speak to you with all the dudes listening. Every girl in this place, you are a daughter of the king. You're a daughter of God created to do incredible things for your father, created to live a life that's beautiful and incredible. You're a piece of art. He crafted you. He looks at you and he's like, well, I'm so proud. I'm so excited about my daughter. You deserve a guy who is going to fight for you. You deserve a guy that is going to do anything possible to win your heart, to protect your heart, and to continue winning and protecting your heart for every day you're breathing air on planet earth. And what I want to tell you is right here is settle for nothing less. You deserve a man, not a boy. There are eighth grade men that I know, and there are 45-year-old boys I know. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with their integrity. It has to do with their drive to be a man of God. And so, ladies, why am I talking to you and not the guys? Because you know the statement, boys will be boys. Listen, boys are going to come running after you. They're going to, it's just going to happen. And you know what you need to have is the power of one incredible word. No. <laughs> Let's change it to two. Heck no. And in fact, game over, play at another place. Like, <laughs> you're so far away. Like, I want you guys to be so hard to get. I'm serious. I want you walking around like, Mm -mm. You know, like, I mean, there needs to be a repulsion in your heart to any guy that is not a, a, 
on fire man of God. Like it needs to be that quick. And man, why am I saying this to them? Because I want you to be strong. I want you to be better than, than, I want you to go, man, this is a competition, bros. We love some competition. We love it. Look at the guy next to you. Man, we're going to be strong in the Lord. We're going to be men of integrity. I bet I'm going to be stronger than you. Boom, you know, like, or whatever. Like, get to the point where we're looking at each other. Why don't we do that? We lift weights together. We run together. We're, like, uh, arguing about movies together. Why not be, oh, my, man, I was just telling you, man, this move was integrity, baby. And he's like, oh, that was, but won't help you with my move of integrity. Like, just, why can't we get more like that? Be excited about the men of God that we are. You're, there's some men of God in this room. I know some of you. And so I'm telling you, men, guard the hearts of the women in here. You guys, it don't, I don't care if you're dating her or whatever. It's, it, every girl in here deserves you to be somebody who guards their heart. When you're walking at your school, UCA, or you're walking in your job, whatever, you should be thinking, man, I'm a protector. That's what I'm called to be. And, and, and guys, here's, here's the bottom line. If we start living that way, dudes, talk about a hot commodity. <laughs> the ladies will come running. You know, it's like, if you truly live that, I mean, just please, ladies, just help me out here. Just with a show of hands, if you saw a guy truly living after God, a man of integrity that loved his mama, that took, took care of people, that was kind, that didn't look at you in the wrong places, but looked at you in the right place, which is one place, and that's your freaking eyes, and, and talked to you, <laughs> and cared about you, and texted you at the appropriate times, not at the weird times, like, ooh, it's one in the morning and I have feelings, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, if a guy lived that way and he texted his bro at one in the morning when he's having a hard time and not his wannabe boo, if that stuff was happening, how many of you girls wouldn't be interested to say, I'll have coffee with that dude? Raise your hand if, you, if you'd like a guy like that. Come on, raise your hands high, ladies. Let's be real about this vote. That's right. Look around, man. It's incentive, okay? Like, that's what I'm trying to help incentivize this thing tonight. Oh, little gospel. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Ooh, curveball. Listen, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm getting excited. But listen, here's the thing. And as I close this out, some of you girls in here, when you heard that, you were like, why is he saying that? And listen, it's because I feel called by God to tell you. I, Amir said, when can you come speak and we can work it out? I'm so glad it was this night. Because I feel called by God to tell every one of you, you deserve the best. You're a creation of God. You're a daughter of the King. Make sure you wait for the right God that's going to date you the rest of your life. Gentlemen, why am I saying this? Because, man, I love a challenge. I love an adventure. I love a journey. Easy is not a journey. Easy is not an adventure. Find a girl that's guarding her heart. It'll make you earn that date. It'll make you earn the fact that you get to be around here. My wife, she moved to Germany for two and a half years when we were 17 to 19 years old. And I stood my ground and said, that's my bae. <laughs> and she will be mine. Oh, yes. <laughs> she will be mine. And she is. Because I was willing to be a man of integrity and to fight. And I'll never, I'll never forget that. We'll have our rest of our lives to live that. Find, find that, and you'll have a healthy dating relationship. So am I ready for bae? Can you answer those questions? Can you say those things? If, if you can, then listen, enjoy your dating relationship. You're ready to go. If you can't, I know this is the cliche thing, but man, be ready to have a tough convo. Be ready to talk to somebody and say, listen, I'm not ready. I need to get, I need to get strong in who I am. And I'm going to pray for you guys. But listen, at the end of the day, 
let's be encouraged that God believes in you. He has a plan for you, and it's freaking amazing. And I can't wait to see what God does through this. Let's be a light, a city on a hill. Amen.